hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Sucker Time. The number one award-seeking comedy podcast about comedy. Podcast. And here's your host, internationally recognized comedy podcast podcaster, Mark Hershaw. Yes, it's me, Mark Hershon, and uh, this is a half episode. I haven't done one in a while. It's uh, half episode uh, 108.5. And uh, as usual, when I do do these, I am on the road in the middle of the night, heading uh, this time from San Francisco to Los Angeles uh, for the weekend. Uh, also to do some work later in the week, or earlier in the week, actually. Also, as usual, I'm not sure if this episode will make it to uh, to the pod waves. There's a weird whistling uh, coming from my driver's side window. Never noticed that before. So Studio, <laughs> Studio F is beginning to uh, show some signs of wear and tear. Also, the trunk no longer opens from the outside, which is inconvenient at best. So uh, a couple of repairs have to be made when I return to San Francisco. Uh, as I said, it's the middle of the night. It's a Friday evening. It's April 17th, currently uh, 11.07 p.m. And uh, tooling my way down almost at about the halfway mark. Kalinga uh, should be coming up fairly shortly. Kauschwitz, as I like to refer to it, the uh, stockyard of doom. And um, I'm just here to ramble at the moment. Uh, there's a chance that our friend Rick Overton might call. I told him I'm going to be uh, recording this as I drive. Uh, he was at some sort of a gig tonight. Uh, oh, it was um, comedian Rick Shapiro's birthday. I think they were celebrating at Flappers in Burbank. And uh, so Rick was going to be performing there. And I uh, suggested he give me a call. And uh, he was on my last half or so, just incidentally. So. Uh, since I wanted to set it up, it probably won't happen, but that's okay. Uh, on this trip to Los Angeles, as I said, uh, I'm hanging out for the weekend, and then I've got some work to do on Monday and Tuesday, but I'm going to be interviewing, if all goes according to schedule, Greg Proops tomorrow afternoon in Los Angeles proper. Been hoping to get Greg on the show for quite some time. Old friend of mine, old improviser pal, and... Uh, our paths have crossed here and there, and just this last week, I finally got a review copy of his new book that's coming out, The Smartest Book in the World. And so we're gonna be talking about that, and whose line is it anyway, and gosh, all sorts of things. So that'll be fun. Greg Proops will probably be on Epi 110, because Epi 109 is going to be a Succotash Clips episode. And I've got a barrel of clips, a giant barrel full of clips, uh, thanks to Tyson Sainer, our associate producer. And uh, I got some, and some were sent in by you, the comedy podcasters. So we've got a ton of uh, clips to get to. Uh, we might have a new uh, Henderson's Pants ad if I get around to actually getting Bill Haywatt some copy for the new ad. Uh, nothing planned. It might be a classic Henderson's Pants episode. We do have a new burst of Durst. If I drag my heels too long, we'll have a double dose of Durst. 
But uh, I'm going to try and get this episode turned around pretty quick. We'll see what happens. Uh, the half episode will buy me a little more time, I think. I just got done um, listening to six episodes of a new podcast on the way down here called First Laughs and uh, had gotten a tweet out from the host of that show, Jason, and uh, he is a, a baby stand-up uh, somewhere in the wilds of central Pennsylvania. And uh, it's kind of interesting. There's a, there's a whole wave of uh, sort of firsts taking place in podcasting. You know, there's uh, Startup, which was around uh, last year, began about a guy trying to start a podcast network, and that's uh, become uh, a, a thing. It's going, the Gimlet uh, Network. And uh, now uh, Jason is chronicling his adventure getting into stand-up comedy. So the first six episodes uh, is largely devoted to listening to his, uh, his very first sets, getting up and doing five to ten minutes on stage, uh, in central Pennsylvania. He does have uh, one interview so far with uh, uh, Sean Conroy, who's an uh, improviser and a stand-up and a podcaster, uh, host of the Long Shot Podcast. But mostly it's uh, Jason sort of uh, downloading to us the experience of starting out doing stand-up comedy. So uh, I'll have a clip from that coming up in the 110, or 109, sorry. And um, that'll be cool. Uh, always like hearing these new podcasts. Uh, I just reviewed one this last week on Splitsider.com. That odd sound I just made was because I hit a mammoth pothole in the freeway just then. I'm going to have a clip from this podcast I just reviewed called To the Manor Born by Robots, which is a very uh, ambitious and interesting uh, sci-fi slash comedy slash uh, unique podcast very interesting so uh, there's there's more and more sort of uh, adventuresome experimental podcasting going on which is pretty cool our friend Davian Dent over at the blank planet and strange times podcast uh, is uh, doing something called the pod swap where he's uh, offering to do someone else's podcast and to let them do his podcast uh, take over the Strange Times podcast for an episode. So that's an interesting experiment. So <laughs> uh, podcasting just gets more and more interesting as time goes on. Friends at Henderson's Pants, we've noticed that adults, teens, and children are not the only ones wearing the pants in the family these days. Believe it or not, even little babies are fond of wearing a well-tailored pant now and again. But up until now, they were limited in their selection of lower body garments in that most of what is available are simply just baby pants. Baggy, shapeless, and with little to show off that fast-developing physique. Henderson's is proud to introduce Henderson's Toddler Trousers. These slick slacks are the kind of infant wear that can make even the most preoccupied paste eater sit up and take notice. The extra layers of material in the knee and buttock help to assure hours of comfortable crawling and soft landings for when baby goes boom. And the bit of extra give in the crotch keeps your tyke from that most unsightly of sandbox no-nos, the dreaded diaper toe. Isn't it about time for Junior to crawl out in comfort and style? Henderson's toddler trousers come in a variety of luxurious fabrics, the kind found in the finest men's suits on the market today. 
But Henderson Serge, Corduroy, and Linenstock has been married with state-of-the-art polyfiber blends, which not only assure years of durable wear, but enough stretchability that today's baby will still be wearing those spiffy duds when it comes time to accept his or her diploma as your now-adult offspring graduates from high school. Originally designed for use by Hollywood's little people, jockeys, and chimpanzee astronauts, Henderson's toddler trousers are now available wherever clothes for tiny little humans are sold. That's Henderson's makers of fine trousers and pantaloons since 1896. And now, back to Succotash. I am planning on seeing a few other folks, uh, some of whom have been on this show before, while I'm in LA this weekend. Uh, I'm supposed to be getting together with John Manfrolati, stand-up comic, actor, um, musician, uh, when he wants to be, plays the guitar. Uh, but anyway, John and I are planning to get together. Uh, Phil Ernest from the Chillpack Hollywood Hour podcast. He and I are supposed to try and get together before I get out of town. Uh, he's been very busy. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to do, but uh, we're hoping to cross paths. Who else? Oh, well, I don't know. It'd be a surprise. Didn't even get to contact that many people before I left for the trip, so I may not see too many folks, but uh, if I get anybody else besides Greg Proops in front of the microphone, uh, I mentioned Rick over to Mike call in. I'm also supposed to have lunch with him, so maybe we'll uh, get Rick back on to revisit. He is not actually... I guess we've talked to him along the way, but he hasn't actually been a full-on guest in the episode, uh, in the show since Epi 6. That's right. He was uh, our guest in Episode 6 of Succotash, and uh, it would be great if we can sit down with him again. What else going on in the world of podcasting? I don't know. I've been trying to catch up with some of the podcasts I haven't uh, heard for a while that I, I've always been a fan of. Uh, I was just listening this uh, this evening in my evening commute to an episode of WTF with Mark Marin. Uh, he had Henry Winkler on a couple of episodes ago. That was a fun interview to listen to. Uh, what else have I been listening to that I don't even tell you about, except in moments like this? Um, Nerd Poker. <coughs> been listening to that. Uh, they've been straying further and further away from actually getting down to playing the D&D game they're supposed to be playing in that show. A lot of uh, side chatter and talk and uh, I don't know, maybe their listeners are enjoying it. Um, I was hoping they'd be playing more D&D, but they're actually playing less D&D and it seems to be taking them forever to get through this current uh, adventure that Blank Apache is running. So I don't know what uh, their plans are, but uh, I don't know, it's still fun to listen to, but... Um, there's a few other Dungeons and Dragons based shows out there, and uh, if you've been listening to Succotash for a while, you know that I'm a fan of D&D. Used to play a lot, haven't played recently, but uh, it's kind of a fix to be able to listen to a show. So there's a few of those up. I've played a few clips, reviewed a couple of those. Um, so get your fix here and there where you can. Uh, Doug Loves Movies, I just listened to an episode of that this morning during my power hike um, always entertaining uh, particularly when he gets people on there that annoy him 
he had Pete Holmes on there, and I, I'm not sure why he keeps inviting Pete on. I guess it's, I guess it's kind of a bit, but he actually really sounds annoyed most of the time when Pete Holmes is on that show. Uh, makes it fun to listen to, though. I'll say that. Uh, but getting a lot of tweets out there, a lot of retweets from our stuff, uh, from a lot of new podcasts. So thank you guys, appreciate that. Um, trying to get to the new podcast and get clips as much as we can. Our friend Tyson Sainer, associate producer, out there clipping as quick as he can. But remember, if you're a comedy podcaster and would like to get us a three to five minute clip of your show, you can actually upload it directly to us at uh, hightail.com slash u, the letter u, slash succotash, and that will get a clip directly to us. And so you don't have to email and worry about whether your stuff's going to get through or not. So again, that's uh, hightail.com slash u slash succotash. And uh, just a three to five minute MP3 clip will do her. Uh, it could be a wave clip if, you, if you'd like. <coughs> Excuse me. MP3 is generally a higher fidelity, but um, I'll take what you got. Uh, also, thanks to those of you who've been clicking on our uh, Amazon banner at the top of SuccotashShow.com, our home site. Um, we've actually finally managed to get a little bit of money. Uh, most times, we get a statement from them once a month, and usually it says, you have not made a month, enough this month for us to send you your money yet. And so it just kind of a cruise, and then eventually we hit whatever the, the uh, limit is when they go, okay, now we're going to send you some money. Uh, and that often can take a few months. So we just did that this last month, so thank you very much. Every little bit helps. Um, been getting some nice tweets about the appearance that our announcer Bill Haywatt and I made on Davy and Dent's Blank, uh, Blank Planet number 8, Epi 8 last week. Uh, that was a lot of fun to record. Uh, Bill is always uh, rollicking good fun, particularly when he's had a couple of drinks in him. Um, and now I understand from Bill that Davian's asked him to do a few bits for his show. So apparently I've created a monster. Fantastic. That's just great. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, driving through the middle of the night, uh, a lot of big rigs on the road tonight. I have to keep changing lanes. You probably hear some sort of noise change in the uh, the background. I mean, I try and filter some of this noise out, but uh, there's so much wind and stuff. Uh, I'm sure a lot of this is going to get through. I'm just sort of pausing here. Was I thinking of? Oh, you know what I was going to say last week. I mentioned. Um, in an offhand way that uh, I never heard what became of uh, the whole patent troll thing that was going on that Adam Carolla was fighting and then uh, he uh, settled out of court and then the thing just seemed to go away and I'm going to play a clip from WTF because Mark actually addressed this before he got into his interview with Henry Winkler because he was revisiting it because it was just announced the uh, Electronic, uh, Electronic Frontier Foundation had uh, filed a petition to re-examine the patent file from that troll. And it turns out that the Patent and Trademark Office has ruled that uh, that patent is null and void, apparently, as far as uh, it actually being able to be held up to say they invented podcasting. 
and should be paid a licensing fee. So all of that brouhaha has actually resulted in a victory. Yay! So, uh, you know, we even kicked 50 bucks in towards Adam Carolla's defense fund and uh, glad to see that it was money not wasted. Not that it was a lot of money, but we, you know, it's all we could afford. And uh, it looks like uh, a victory. Patent troll has been chased away. And so, <coughs> for those of you who are hoping this whole podcast thing might, uh, might blow over, no such luck. We're here to stay. Uh, congratulations to Adam, who fought that fight, and the other podcasters who uh, put their backs into it, and uh, those of you who supported the cause, who uh, gave money. I know uh, a number of small podcasters kicked in what they could, a number of listeners did the same, and uh, all of that helped. All that support really did help, uh, and it's always encouraging to me. Who I have somewhat of a jaundiced view of our system sometimes that it uh, it all seems to be a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of things don't really get done but clearly uh, the people have spoken and action was taken and in this particular case uh, we won out so yay for our team which is fantastic Um, the wind sound from my driver's side window has increased tremendously Uh, But that's because I'm going very fast at the moment to pass somebody. Uh, What else in the wonderful world of podcasting? Um, I read that there is a second uh, season of the Serial podcast coming back. I don't know what case they're going to pursue. I don't know (coughs) what that might be about. There's also some spinoff podcast that's following the uh, continuing adventures of uh, the uh, the main figure in the first serial season who's uh, been granted a new uh, a new court trial and uh, so there's a new podcast that's spun off that's now going to be following that particular adventure so uh, as I said earlier it's just interesting to watch the world of podcasting sort of morph and mutate and become this uh, truly original medium that uh, there seems to be no way to predict exactly what's going to happen next, what sort of program idea is going to pop out of someone's head. Uh, it's quite exciting. And the lines are being blurred. You know, we, uh, we focus really on comedy podcasts here. And my reviews are usually po- comedy podcasts, but there's, there's shows that are kind of crossing the line, which is interesting. This, uh, For instance, the one thing I, man- I mentioned earlier, the to-, to the Manor Born by Robots show, Although it's uh, sort of comedy-based, it's also a lot of social commentary and some drama, and so it's beginning harder and harder to um, beginning to get harder and harder to categorize some of these shows, which is actually a fun a fun thing. I think. How do you feel about it? He said to the people that never email or say anything. Now I've been tweeting for months uh, a message out there that. Uh, my services as an improv teacher and uh, brainstormer uh, are skills which you can bring into your company or your, your group or what have you to talk. And uh, just to let you know how effective Twitter is, I've, uh, although I've had a lot of people retweeting that particular message, and thank you so much for that. But so far, not, not, a, not a rattle on the cage, not a phone call, not an email. Uh, so... I may have to retire that one for a little bit. Doesn't seem to be working. Uh, 
the great marketing tool that is Twitter does not seem to be helping me out in that regard. Uh, I have been t uh, teaching improv at work, however. My, uh, my day job, I do a, uh, an improv class one night a week after work and have a bunch of people from, uh, from my job who uh, show up. And for two hours, I'm taking them through a beginner's level improv. And uh, once we get through that, I'll, I'll up the ante. We'll move into intermediate level if those folks want to do that. But so far, see, everyone seems very excited about it. They're uh, learning how to use those improv techniques in the, the things they do in business, everything from pitching to clients to presenting to clients and just brainstorming in general uh, with each other inside the company and also along with clients sometimes. So uh, at least my, my skills aren't getting rusty, uh, which is nice to, nice to have happening. I think I've mentioned before that I've uh, sort of been toying with this idea of trying to do a live talk show in my neighborhood. Um, but so far, I just, I've gotten so busy. You know, I started this new job at the beginning of the year that it's just been really hard. So that's another thing I have to table for right now. I, I get very ambitious about a lot of things, and I just have to kind of put things aside sometimes to focus. I do a lot of sort of extracurricular things, including this podcast and... Uh, Sometimes my dreams exceed my uh, my waking hours, quite frankly. But that's okay. They're all there on the back burner, simmering away. I'm trying to finish up a entry for a uh, con writing contest right now. For uh, it's um, a TV writing contest to uh, basically pitch a new series to people that would be interested, and there's big prize money involved. So. I entered last year and got um, up into the semifinal rounds. Didn't quite get into the finals, but uh, I'm going to give it the old college try again. Uh, got to get that done by the end of the month. I just had a request from a, a director friend of mine who's doing a low-budget movie um, that he's shooting himself and producing himself, and uh, he needs me to do a little bit of uh, very sp specific writing, uh, having to do with the writing weather forecasts that you'll hear on the radio in the film. So uh, I'm working on that, helping a friend of mine with a, uh, a movie script. I, I can't really tell you anything about it, but it's, uh, well, actually, I, you know, I had uh, Mike Guido as a guest on this show, and he talked about his one-man show about being the father of an autistic girl. And uh, it's a very moving show, and uh, I'm actually helping him move that from its current form, which is basically a one-man show on stage, into a feature film script. So uh, we've been working on that on the side. Um, I may see Dana Carvey while I'm in L.A. Uh, he's supposed to be down there this weekend, and so uh, he and I are trying to get together. We've been working on... Uh, a couple of different things, including the next episode of The Funster, which is <laughs> a very odd and uh, very slow to uh, get every episode out web series. I think we're only up to episode four, and I don't really have much to do with it other than I play a part in it, but uh, episode five has been taking a very long time to get done, but uh, supposedly it's crawling towards release. Um, so... Uh, we're going to talk about that and a couple other projects that most likely aren't going to turn into anything, but it's always fun to dream. What else? Maybe that's it? I don't know. Seems like a rather unfulfilling half-a-sode, but uh, 
I don't really have much to say other than what I've already babbled on about. Uh, we'll be back real soon with uh, Epi 109, which is a Succotash Clips episode. And in the meantime, as always, thanks so much for passing the Succotash. You've been listening to Succotash, the comedy podcast podcast with your host, Mark Hershon. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, and on SoundCloud. You can also hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Succotash Show. Email us at marc at SuccotashShow.com. Or call into the Succotash hotline at our non-toll-free call number, 818-921-7212. Succotash is produced and engineered with the kind assistance of Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, home of the hit. Our associate producer is Tyson Saner. Our musical director is Scott. Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Until next time, I am your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the succotash. Goodbye.